another episode of another picture show podcast we've had another small hiatus <laughs> we are out of patience <laughs> <laughs> but we're back with uh, to finish out the twilight saga now that it's all on netflix i figured it's probably a the perfect time to finish it out so everyone so, in the world has no excuse not to watch these movies yeah and uh because we've wasted everyone's time with this long hiatus we're not going to do an intro we're just going to get it <laughs> into the episode right now with our reviews um, i'd like to just say i'm not sorry though <laughs> yeah of breaking dawn part one and part two i've been looking forward to this like all week as much of an obsession like as much as i was obsessed with twilight in high school i never saw the last three three movies i never saw eclipse or the breaking dawns You'd never seen these? No. Like, I'd seen clips. Like, you know, what, what was trending. Yeah. But I'd actually never seen the full movies all the way through. Oh, that's amazing. And let me tell you, <laughs> time well spent. Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in the most horrific way, time well spent. Okay, so for those who don't know the general gist of this podcast, usually Madeline has not seen the movies. And then I tell her what movie we're going to watch. We take a break to go watch it and then come back. But I had figured that she'd already seen them. So I just decided we were just going to hop into the episode. But that's really, that's really amazing that you hadn't seen them before. Yeah, I know. I, I was thinking that the other day. I was like, wow, I really have not seen these movies before. That's fucking whack. <laughs> well, this is going to be a really loose episode. I'm mm. just going to give the fast facts for both movies because it's pretty much the same. Um, I didn't do, <laughs> yeah. I didn't do too much, uh, extra research. I just figured we'd spend the entire time kind of dissecting the movie itself. Mm. Um, mm. so Breaking Dawn part one and two, the end of the Twilight Saga was directed. Both films were directed by Bill Condon and written by Melissa Rosenberg based off of the, the books by, Stephanie Meyer, starring Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson, and Taylor Lautner. Jacob Lautner. <laughs> Jacob Lautner. Good for you, Jacob Lautner. Yeah. So that's... I, I, I'll give the synopsis for the first film. The Colettes close in on expecting parents Edward and Bella, whose unborn child possesses a threat to the wolf pack and the townspeople of Forks. So I guess we can just start with Breaking Dawn Part 1. So, oh God, bring down part one. Okay, well, we start. Bella is 18. They've graduated high school. Bella's like, let's get married. We're getting married. We're doing the thing. We're getting married. Hell yeah. So they're all gathered together to get married. And I'd like to say that the it opens with Jacob running in the rain because he got their wedding invitation. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Okay, I can fucking forget. <laughs> The best part of the movie. Well, the second best part of the movie. Second best part of the movie is Jacob, like, furious that um, <laughs> they're getting married. And he's, he's just like, furious. Didn't... First of all, okay. We need to break down the fact that she fucking invited, like, essentially her ex. Like, let's, let's not mince words here. Like, they had a thing. They had a... Uh, uh, if you don't want to call it a romance, they had, like, a... A fling. A passionate, yeah, a passionate, like, connection or whatever and like so once you break that off like you're essentially exes like to boil it down to its very basic terminology I guess I mean I guess with the dynamic like Jacob being as obsessive as he is 
Like it's just not a, a healthy friendship to keep right. around if you're right. considering it a friendship. Uh, so yes, I agree. It's uh, not not the best idea to invite him to your wedding. Yeah. So if, even if you don't want to call him your ex, like he's still like, he was still in love with you. He admitted it. He like forced himself on you like a, the nasty little pervy wolf boy that he is. <laughs> um, and yet you're like, you know what? What would be a great idea? I really want Jacob's support in this, even though he has expressed numerous times how much he despises Edward and despises the fact that I'm in love with him. So let's just throw the dice and see what happens. Like Bella, dumb Dum dum to dum 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 number one. Anyways, like Alice is like obsessed with them fucking. Like it's so weird. <laughs> Did you catch that? She's like buying her lingerie and like like being like, ooh, the honeymoon. I'm like, Alice, you are too. And I get you're not actually related to Edward, but like you're it's like being like hyper involved in like your college roommate's like sex life. You or know what I mean? Like, I was weird. like, like you and your significant other coming to be like hey so like I got you something special (laughs) I mean I guess like that'd be fine but (laughs) hey your adopted sister bought me this lingerie do you want me to try it on for you do you want to think about that while we do it like let's (laughs) let's break this down she Um, thought you would like this (laughs) (laughs) she read your mind oh wait no you read minds she could see into the future that she knew you'd really like this yeah uh, okay, sorry. I got, like, the first, like, 15 minutes of the movie, like, you get so sidetracked with, like, all the weird fucked up shit that's happening. Like, is Stephanie Meyer okay? She's not. But, like, um, so they get married. My favorite part of the movie is fucking um, Anna Kendrick's character. And she's, Throwing like, shade. yeah, she's, like, oh, my God, she's not even showing. And then the other friend's, like, she's not pregnant. <laughs> then, girl. And then Anna Kendrick's, like, why else would you get married at 18? And I was, like, I was, like, also she's not wrong I mean she's not wrong (laughs) at the same time like the more you watch this movie I feel like the like again not to be insensitive to those who are religious but you can definitely sense like the subtle religious undertones like because they talk about you know when Bella skipping ahead a little bit (laughs) when Bella gets pregnant and like the debate between Alice and Rosalie oh yeah yeah. yeah, that so like, and then like the whole like, oh, she's getting married. Like you have to get married before you can like do anything naughty. Like how how like pious fucking Edward is. Um, I mean, he's been like pious. He's been like morally upright as far as like doing the nasty because he was a like hundred and ten year old virgin. Like we discussed this. So anyway, so they get married. They go on their honeymoon and they go to Brazil. Like okay, fancy. well before they go on their honeymoon. Edward surprises Bella with Jacob showing up to the reception. Ah, damn. I keep forgetting about Jacob. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, I'm like, he's, like, not really important in in these movies until the end. But anyways. Yeah. It's like, why didn't you just come to the wedding? Like, why do you have to make it this whole thing? Like, why do also, you, why be do so you always have to dress like, like trash? Like, why do you always... <laughs> Why do you always have to like not fully dress yourself? He's wearing pants like he got the pants on fine. He just had a lot of trouble with the shirt. Yeah. So it's she's all excited that he so kindly showed up to her wedding. Um and Edward was like, I'll give you guys some alone time even though it's my wedding too. Even though it's my wedding. This is my yeah. wife and you're essentially her ex and you're obsessed yeah. with her, but I'm totally fine with leaving yeah. you guys alone because that worked so well the last time I did it. Cuz Jacob just needs his alone time. Um so they like dance or whatever and 
she's like, I'm so excited for my honeymoon. And he's like, yeah, well, it's not a real honeymoon. And she's like, it's real. It's going to be as real as anybody else's. Basically saying that like, he's insinuating that they're not going to have sex because she's a human and he's a vampire. And Bella's like, no, we're going to fuck. And then Jacob's like, are you that stupid? It's like, excuse me, sir. Like, I understand your hesitation. You're like, concern concern but also fuck you like yeah like i understand edward could literally split her in half but like if that's her dying wish like let a girl go out strong you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) let her go out on a high (laughs) yeah you're right sorry that is that is like hilarious not super important but fun to talk about you're totally right it's just another check mark against jacob they go to brazil so we were watching it and and, you know, she, Bella has a moment to herself where she's like looking through the suitcase of all the lingerie that Alice bought her. And she's like, I can't wear any of this. I'm just going to go naked. So she walks down to the, the beach where um, Robert Pattinson is getting ready for his role in the lighthouse by just like chilling in the, <laughs> the, 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 ocean, the moonlit ocean by He's just gotten off the phone with William Defoe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the shot looks like it's just very... It's okay. I wouldn't say it's sexy. It's just he's naked in the in the water. It's like porny almost. Yeah. And so Ryan turns to me while we're watching the scene. He's like, this scene gives off the energy of the word naked. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard anything so accurate in my life. Because like that's probably what like Edward thought. Like in a more like a slightly more sophisticated way, like. Instead of being like, naked, he was probably like, <laughs> she's naked. Like, just a weird, like, yeah, we know. Thank you for that weird thought, Edward. <laughs> Time to get naked. <laughs> so, yeah, she's naked. Um, they, they do a little dance. They make a little love. They get down. They break the bed. They rip some lingerie. Well, Edward does. Bella's like bruised up. You're just like, girl. She's not even bruised. She looks like, okay, I get more bruised just walking around my apartment than she did having sex with Edward. I know, but like, there are bruises. Like, that's like, I guess like they're insinuating that like they done did the nasty. Like, they Mm. went to pound town, you know? Um, So then she's like, then they're playing chess. And you're just like, all right, whatever. Um, and then she like starts feeling ill. I think they like, I don't know how many times they bone. I lost count once because Edward realizes that he bruised her. And then she's like, oh, I will never right. touch you ever again. I thought they did it a second, at least a second time. I mean, later when she's a vampire, but oh, okay. I'm on their honeymoon, they bone once. She gets like a few bruises and she's like, Oh, that's kinky. And he's like, I will never forgive myself. So uh, there's like a 15 minute montage of them not boning of her like he's like eating his fist he's yeah. like so sexually frustrated they're playing chess because she's trying to like make moves to get him to sleep with her again and he's like you know making like moves she should to just play it. chess naked like they're just playing chess and like i would be like all right strip chess like let's go yeah <laughs> and i would i'm bad at chess i would lose every time so i would end up naked um in the very <laughs> sensual words of ryan um, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> so anyway so that she starts feeling like ill and like looking really like hollow and like she's like something's not right my period's late and then edward's like whoa 
<laughs> immediately calls Carlisle. Because apparently, like, Bella's like a fucking, like, like metronome when it comes to her period. She's like, I'm never late. I'm fucking perfect. My uterus and I are in sync. Like we know each other. We have brunch every Sunday. Like we are best friends. My She's uterus apparently and I- the like most fertile human being. <laughs> right. On the planet. And he is the most fertile vampire. So. Hey, and I feel like that's another warning to all you horny youngsters out there. You can get pregnant the first time you have sex. Even, even if you use the contraceptive method of, fucking someone who's supposed to not have the ability to get you pregnant um we talked about why it's plausible that he can get them pregnant on the first time they have sex we talked about it we've already discussed this do we think that's the reason yes okay (laughs) i will i will back that argument to the day i die will you remind the folks listening what that matter is Edward still having live sperm because he was a virgin when he died and became a vampire. I'd be like, yes, absolutely. That's the only plausible, logical way. And he's never cranked it in all and he's never jerked off because he's pious. He waited 110 years to have sex with his wife. He didn't wait long after he married her, but he waited that long to find a wife. So that like crusty weenie came <laughs> no. out of its mausoleum. <laughs> And was like, I am ready to continue the bloodline. Uh, <laughs> I've been saving this up. If this doesn't work, <laughs> then it deserves to die out with me. Uh, oh my God. Anyway, so Carl, so he calls up Carlisle and he's like, is it possible? And Carlisle's like, yes, you can get pregnant the first time you have sex, but you shouldn't know that you're pregnant until like, eight weeks or six weeks or something like that. I don't know. I've never been pregnant. I have no idea. Damn, um, Carlisle, you should have uh, talked to Edward about some sex ed. Yeah, before. where's yeah, where's fucking Edward's sex talk, dad? Um, so then they immediately leave. Oh, and on their way out, the creepy lady reappears and she's like saying something again in Portuguese. And then Edward's like, yeah, she thinks you have like a demon inside you. So we should like skedaddle. Um, so they do. Which, they skedaddle back side to note, it kind of bothers me that they always use the like you know brown woman who knows the like lore the like yeah you know it's kind of it's a cliche and also i don't know i mean we could go on a whole tangent about that but it's like yeah she really was just like a plot device like not that you know not that you know side characters like that really need to have anything fleshed out but at the same time yeah it is very like overdone so I hope she's doing well. I hope she's living her best life. I need a spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a one episode, like 20 minute, like short about how she's doing. They like ruined her bed and breakfast or whatever it was, like the house. Yeah. So hopefully they sent her some like money to deal with Carlisle's that. a gracious man. I hope it was his island. It's yeah. Island Esme or something. Mm-hmm. Like he named it after Esme. Yeah, so I assume that he would uh, happily repair help, things help and give her a nice salary yeah. to be like, forget about the demon. Um, <laughs> here's a stack for your troubles. Yeah, and she's like, cool. I'm going to church now. Like y'all, nasty. Is it bad that it gives me like Epstein Island vibes? <laughs> you also saw the giant painting of Bill Clinton. <laughs> 
boat was. I the was Lolita wondering Express. if that was an Easter egg or something. Um, <laughs> you're not Stephanie wrong. Myers, like real. Ugh, I don't. I don't even want to go down that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! If oh man, I could totally see like the Reddit thread of like like the freaking domino effect of like Epstein to Twilight. So anyway, they return. And this is like the longest like synopsis. I think we're just talking through it yeah, at this yeah, point. That, that, um, that's that was my plan. Hope that's okay. <laughs> just to get me going. Nice, yes. good, good move. <laughs> <laughs> so they get back, and she's like obviously unwell, and like they're like, "What the fuck is wrong with her?" And she's like, and they're like, "Okay, well, she's definitely pregnant." And they're and then Rosalie's like, "What?" <laughs> Furious. Because she obviously cannot have children because she is a vampire that has fucked and no longer has any sort of fertility left inside of her, you know, dead womb. Um, so she always wanted a family. So she's like PO that like Bella is getting this like baby or whatever. I'm like, she's still a human. Like, obviously she can have fucking kids. Like they don't, they don't understand. Maybe they had a separate debate about Edward. They're like, mm. um, but the same debate we had. Um <laughs> Can you imagine? Alice would totally be leading the charge too. She'd be in there like, okay, so we all know because we're fucking vampires, we can hear everything. Edwards never touched his dick. Like, I don't think he's ever changed his underwear. Like, that is how severe he is about not looking at his unholy parts. You know what I'm saying? And then Carlisle and Esme are like, hmm, 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 um, And Rosalie's like, why am I here? Um, <laughs> Jasper and the other guy are just like chilling. And then she's like, look says the exact same thing I said about it's like he ain't cranked it he was 17 when he died likely that he didn't fuck before then so and then and then fucking and it's like oh I'm tracking now and then it's just a whole mess they had this whole conversation while they're on the honeymoon and Rosalie didn't believe it she probably was like nah that doesn't make sense because we're vampires we're all dead and then Bella comes back pregnant so now Rosalie's extra mad that she was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I just would love to think that that's what happened in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they come back. She's pregnant. They're like, what the hell? Like, what, like, what is this baby going to do to her? Like, cause she's a human. This is a half vampire. Like, it's a supernatural being. Like, it's growing really rapidly. Like, what the fuck's going to go on? And so Alice is like, okay, well, obviously this thing's killing her. Like, we need to get rid of it. And Rosalie goes absolutely motherfucking ape shit. She's like, she's like, no, you can't, like, blah, blah. And she's like, and Alice is like, well, this fetus is like doing it, doing like horrible things to her. And she's like, Rosalie's like, say what it is, Alice. Call it what it is. It's a baby. It's an innocent baby. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, abortion debate reference. Hell yeah. So, Thanks, Rosalie. I, I wonder if you're pro, pro-life pro or not. Uh, right, yeah. Just out of curiosity, like, what's your opinion on abortion? This, um, this uh, thing that you don't even know, like, like you, how yeah, far you along have no it idea is. If it's, like, actually a baby or not. Like, it's definitely a demon, and it's definitely sucking the life out it of It could have been Bella. one of those those fishes in the, the ocean that, like, swam up, you know, while they were naked in the ocean. <laughs> Bella gives birth to a piranha. It's eating her <laughs> on the inside. Bella, like, ultimately decides she wants to keep this baby, even though it's, like, literally tearing her apart. And then, at what point... My memory is, like, fried. At what point Jacob shows up 
And he is um, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think he found out that she came back. Yeah, and he came to see honeymoon. her. And, and Carlisle was like, listen. Yeah. Remember how you thought they weren't going bone? Well, that definitely happened. And now whatever's inside her is killing her. And he's pissed off. But then he goes and like the the werewolves, his other, his pack, like read his mind. They're like, we have to kill this thing. Like this thing is a threat. Like we don't know what the fuck it is. Like we need to get mm-hmm. rid of it. So obviously the werewolves, pro-choice. <laughs> they're making the choice for Bella. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> They are making that choice for everyone else. They have made the choice. Uh, <laughs> I okay, maybe I should be very aggressive. Their, they're choice. not pro-life. Uh, <laughs> anyway, and Jacob's like, no, because if you like the only way you could probably kill this fetus is if you kill Bella. And they're like, yeah, that's like what we're gonna do. So Jacob's like, fuck to the no. He takes off this like little rat runt goes with him and like the runt's sister. Oh, they wait. form their own little like we were talking about like Ed or not Edward Jacob standing up to the the like yeah like, he and well they, he like, and go, like Sam have like a throwdown he's first. basically like you're gonna fight with us and and then Jacob has his Avengers moment where he's like I am Iron Man and then he runs nine, away nine, nine, he's nine. like <laughs> never in the he's not in the pack anymore yeah uh, I don't get it I don't buy it but whatever um. So, okay, what happens next? I'm starting to forget. Catch me up a little bit. The baby is, like, killing her from the inside. And, and she has to, like, drink blood, she right? She drinks Just... blood. And so they put it in a little to-go cup. <laughs> cup. And she and, like, drinks it. In... It's in one of those big gulp cups from yeah. 7-Eleven. She drinks it and she's like, it's delicious. Give me more. And so they... I love how... And even, the, even the vampires they are haven't. Like, the vampires haven't been able to, like, go hunting in a while. And so they're all hungry. And Carla's like, yeah, I just have like a fridge of blood in the back. Like, <laughs> I keep all this O negative like in my fridge. And everyone, like, well, I think it's all the they, other vampires drink, are like, oh, they drink animal blood. I mean, yeah. But so, like, he has his human blood for like not no reason. I think it's probably like an emergency store. And then he's like, yeah, I guess this would qual- qualify as an emergency. Yeah. So, yeah, she drinks it and she drinks a bunch of it and is like apparently getting stronger. Jacob is still hanging around because they're protecting her from the wolves if they decide to come. And he like comes and sits next to Bella and he's like, stop looking at me like I'm your favorite person in the world. It's like, Jacob, stop saying cringe shit. Yeah. Like, just stop. Stop thinking and saying aloud that you believe you're Bella's favorite person. Yeah. I think at some point she tries to tell Edward or tell Jacob like what her baby names are. So her option, if it's a boy, is EJ, Edward, Jacob. To name, I understand Jacob's important to you, but once again, back to like the whole, like you're kind of exes, like you're definitely having a a complicated history that's like messy and not cute, not like, not worth naming your baby you know after this person so like why do that like why continue to like reopen this wound that like we're not <laughs> every even, like, time if- edward has to look at his son he has to like think about that- jacob yeah edward is like not part of any of this like bella's just like making the decisions uh, that's like very traditional don't you think to like 
for like the the mother to just name the child you know i guess i mean and I'd especially be, if, hella like, the disrespected first is- you know if, yeah like, i was with somebody and they were pregnant and we're having a baby together and they're like i'm gonna name it after my ex <laughs> be like mm, no bitch no we're not doing that sorry what if edward was just stupid he was like oh i do like the name jacob very biblical yeah so ej and then a combination of renee and esme which is renesme shortened resume <laughs> resume <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the podcast we'll call it resume yeah it's, it's easier and also hilarious so they're talking names and she is just not looking good she's not looking healthy she's not looking like a human she looks like a husk a pregnant husk i think and this is, is when it- she drops the cup yeah yeah <laughs> and it just goes full-on horror ab- film absolutely <laughs> motherfucking ape shit so like (laughs) essentially she's like kind of giving birth right she like breaks her back in half um yeah and then the baby's like now that i've done that this is a good time to start like evacuating (laughs) like now that i've destroyed all i can can from this position (laughs) let's get out and see what damage ready for my grand entrance yeah here we come come. (laughs) she like goes into labor and like she's having like she's just like everything's breaking like her fucking legs are like <laughs> just everywhere and you're just like holy shit carlisle is even like i've never seen this shit before <laughs> and they're all like freaking the fuck out jacob Carl, has to like you are not helpful you're the yeah doctor. jacob has to leave like he's just so stressed they're like get the fuck out where we'll, well die and like he's there because he like tackles rosalie because rosalie like oh right because she was like cuts her open and is like <gasps> like shaking because she's about to like yeah, go go down to over the blood. So Alice takes her out, and it's just Jacob and Edward. While Edward, sorry, like, you're right. Yeah, I always I thought Jacob left. I'm he did a, a, a later, but yeah, after the baby is born, he, during the birth, he's just like not he being is invested. helpful. He's involved, like he's there, but he's not. He's not. He's not helping. Anything. And she's like bleeding out. Like there's just shit everywhere. Like you have no idea what the fuck's happening. Like you are grossed out. And then Carlisle's like, yo, she is, like, dying. Like, she's losing a lot of blood. Like, we need to do something. And Edward's like, well, I guess I gotta turn her. So he bites her. Um, and then you see the whole, like, process. The whole, like, everything's, like, crystallizing or whatever. And she's turning into, like, she dies. She has her Spider-Man moment. Like- yeah, she has her Spider-Man moment. And then you're like, I... <laughs> And that's when Jacob lo- leaves because he thinks that she's dead. Yeah. And he gets all mad and then comes back because he's going to take care of the baby because he's mad. Um, <laughs> and this is the moment. This is the moment. No words. <laughs> Absolutely no words. So he sees this baby, right? He's like, cool, I guess. He's like mad. He's like, oh, like you're what I'm left with. Like, I don't have Belle anymore. He like holds the baby and then he looks into the baby's eyes and then he has this whole like fucking <laughs> just like epiphany moment. He's just like taken through like space and time. He sees everything. He's like, whoa, this baby is the most important thing I've ever come across in my life. So he's imprinted on an infant. 
imprinted on resume and on a fresh demon baby CGI How baby CGI fucking creepy ass baby he's like that is my ride or die right there all right so this is 11 second old baby <laughs> And Rosalie gives no fucks. She is just, like, happy to have the baby, like, with her. Yeah. Um, okay, so before we finish out Breaking Dawn Part 1, we need to, like, have a full, de- like, full-on conversation about the concept of imprinting. We've been meaning to have this conversation for a while, and we yes. just haven't. So, okay. Start us off, Olivia. I'm curious to know if... What if Bella had chosen Jacob? Would he still have imprinted? Mm. <gasps> Say it out loud. <laughs> I don't even know what, like, on their own kid or, like, on Edward's kid, if he Ooh. ever decided to ejaculate at some point. I don't know. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I, wow, you really brought a whole other, like, field of thinking into (laughs) this conversation. I am shocked and awed, and I'm very excited that you said this, because (laughs) it makes me think so many things. Yeah, who was he actually obsessed with? Bella or Edward? Like, resume is not just a part of Bella, so, like, it doesn't make sense that he was only obsessed with Bella. He um, was, like, low-key obsessed with Edward. Like, he did not give a single fuck about the rest of the vampires, though. I mean, he was obsessed with Edward. Like, you could argue that he was obsessed with Ed- Edward and, like, whatever he did because he was, like, with Bella. Like, he was Bella's, like, true love or whatever, soulmate. I don't know. Um, wow. Yeah, so, like, she and him, like, had babies. Like, would he... Yeah, do the laws of imprinting follow, like, genetics where they're they're like maybe don't (laughs) or like he would still imprint but it's like it's more of a parental thing the way the way the literature reads yeah 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 (laughs) out imprinting is that even like even if you imprint like say like you're both children and you imprint like your best friends and it grows like into something like like true love like beyond true love whatever like literally just like literally a ride or die like you are end game this is my person for life Mm -hmm. for life no matter what so I feel like if you imprint on your offspring that's just not that's just not good that's just not a good time yeah and even then it's like kind of like it's and it's still perverted that he like imprinted on an infant like I understand in a way you can't help it like again, based on the literature about imprinting, aka the Twilight Saga, (laughs) you can't help who you imprint on because, like, I think they talked about it before when they first introduced the concept, like, Sam was dating one of the the, the gals. Yes, Leah. He was, they were dating and then he met his current lady. Forget her name. It's like Sarah or something like that. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he imprinted on her and he was like, well, fuck. I like Leah a lot. Like, she's really cool. (laughs) 
but I've imprinted on Sarah. Like, what do I do? And Sarah has no control over the matter. So yeah, Sarah's just standing there like, what did I do? (laughs) She's like, you're okay. Like, oh, also imagine if you imprint on somebody and they don't like you back. No. Okay. That was another thing I wanted to bring up. It's like, it's a very one-sided thing. Right. And, and it's a werewolf exclusive thing. So if you imprint on something that's not a werewolf, like they're, as I'm sure you're leading up to, there's no guarantee that they feel the same way about you. Yeah, it's just a very, like, uh, it feels like it's not inherently incelish, but it feels very incelish, you know? I love that word. Uh. <laughs> incelish? Yes. <laughs> it needs um, to be like Webster Dictionary's word of the year. The fact that Resume has no, no control over her future because he imprinted on her as an infant. Like, they are destined to like be together all the time because she has no control over him being genetically or whatever obsessed with her. Like she, like she could like not hard like him. Wired in yeah. love with her. It's just gross. It's gross. Like it's gross on so many planes. Whereas you said it's one, she's an infant, like weird. That's weird. I understand at the time it's like a, it's more of like a familial, like, I will protect you no matter what type of bond, but you know, it will eventually grow into something else. It's the potential that's kind of weird. And then you get into like the territory of like, yeah, like she will never know anything else. Maybe it would have been beneficial Mm. if there's no going around him imprinting on a, on an infant. (laughs) If the group of adults Right? Bella, Edward, and Jacob were all like, maybe so that this doesn't turn into grooming. Jacob, you just don't be around her for the first, you know, good chunk 20. of her life. Yeah. First 20 years. She's going to be full grown at seven years old, apparently. And maybe, maybe just let her grow up and then you can come back into her life in a few years just so it doesn't have that aspect of like I've raised you and now you're my lover like yeah mm. yeah yeah <laughs> speaking of Epstein Island uh, <laughs> <laughs> all the easter eggs Jeffrey I mean Jacob I agree and I mean I understand it would be like really hard for Jacob like to physically like be apart from her but at the same time it's like Literally, if you love her, you have to let her go. Like, you have to let her develop as a normal human, like, human vampire hybrid. Like, a normal, independent creature. Person, Person yeah. whatever whatever you want to call it. Because, like, yeah. Because now she's said, destined to live with her parents forever. And her mom's ex-boyfriend is her boyfriend. <laughs> like, she's bound to, like, so it feels like she's, like, being, like, married off. Like, she really yeah. doesn't have a say in this. Like, and Bella's like, and to keep the peace, I will give you my firstborn. And <laughs> Jacob's like, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're not fans. We're not fans of the imprinting. Not fans of imprinting. I don't think... See, I've been watching a lot of Vampire Diaries recently. Hmm. And there are similarities and differences, and there are vampires and werewolves, and they're in the show, they're natural enemies, just like they are in the movies. But, like, you don't have werewolves being like, I'm gonna fuck you forever. Like, <laughs> you, I'm gonna love you forever, bitch. Like, it doesn't, it does not commute. 
So it's like, this is just something Stephanie Meyer made up for some reason. Like the term imprinting probably exists and probably has like an actual reason for existence. This does not need to be a thing. It it just feels like, I mean, we'll probably talk more about this at the end of part two, but like, it just feels like she needed a happy ending to keep Jacob in the picture somehow or to like right. make him still relevant because literally after Bella chooses Jacob, there's no reason for him to be in these stories anymore. Like how after she chooses Edward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I was like, whoa, <laughs> spin off. Like after she chooses Edward, there's mm-hmm. no reason for him to be around because the conflict is now about the Volturi. It just leads seamlessly into the other one. But to finish right. out part one, he imprints on <laughs> resume and <laughs> Nessie. <laughs> uh, oh my God. And then Bella wakes up. Right. She's that's vampire. Hey. And that's how it ends. And so now we get part two. Let me read the synopsis real fast. Okay. After the birth of Renesme slash Nessie. Mm mm. The, the Collins gather other vampire clans in order to protect the child from a false allegation that puts the family in front of the Volturi. Right, because the Volturi think that they like turned a child, right? Yes, because which is like a big no-no in vampire culture. Yes, because which makes sense because you like how, imagine being like a seven-year-old forever. That fucking suck. They can't control themselves. Essentially, right. is they have no control over. That's their thirst. And so if they throw a tantrum or something, they kill like an entire village because they just have no control. So Which it's, obviously it's alerts people illegal, to the existence of vampires. So super illegal to make a child a vampire. And in the world of Twilight, nobody has birthed a vampire. So they didn't they don't know that this is a thing. So okay, part two, we start out. Bella's a vampire now. She's wearing her Sunday's best. And she and Edward go hunting for the first time. She turns into a flying squirrel and eats a like a mountain lion. The CGI I has love not. That they improved. all have like their favorite, like their favorite flavor of like animal meat or animal mm. blood. And hers is like now a cougar. And I'm like, really? Like just like one of the hardest creatures to track down, a fucking cougar, and you want to eat that? Whatever. Classic I mean, Bella. Bella is has no flaws, so she's. You right. everything right away. You're right. I'm so, sorry. So she kills the cougar and eats it. And then they get back. And she's like, I need to see Renesmee. So they go back to the house. And uh, Ed, or not Edward, Jacob is holding the baby. And they're like, oh, it's safe. It's safe. So Ed, or Jacob gives Bella the baby. And then Jacob's like, okay, that's enough. And then like, Without explaining anything to, to Bella. It's just like, okay, you've had enough. It's You've had I, enough of I need your to have, child. Yeah, I, I need to have the baby back. And Bella's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And everyone's like, oh no. He has to explain that uh, he's This thing prison. we all know, but didn't yeah. bother to mention. And so, we're all okay with, by the way. So Bella throws Jacob out of the house and is like, you imprinted on my daughter, Nessie? You nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? Which I mean, classic. There are worse nicknames. (laughs) Renesme, for resume, for example. Yeah. Um. (laughs) She finds out that he's imprinted and is not okay with it, which I think is the appropriate response. Jacob has to go, 
or I guess he already told the the rest of the tribe that they can't like hurt her because it's like their most absolute law that like you can't hurt someone that right uh, here's my <laughs> thing of all the motherfucking absolute laws that can exist why is it that we cannot kill something you've imprinted on why why oh why oh why oh motherfucking why the most is absolute law the most absolute why isn't it Thou shalt not kill werewolf. Why isn't it obey thine pack leader? Why isn't it thou shalt not steal from another werewolf? Why isn't it thou shalt not covet what another no, werewolf has? No, no furry shit. No kink shit. Yeah. Why isn't it thou shalt slay any furries you find? No, no, kink, in, no kink in the tribe, please. Yeah, uh, keep, keep your kinks clear of our tribe yeah. or like outside of the the wolf part you could keep it in your How personal about, life thou shalt but... not philander with vampires i feel like your natural enemy like that should that should be up there in the 10 werewolf commandments it just doesn't make sense like i feel like number like 11 of the commandments like you got the first 10 you got the pillars and then you got like <laughs> like okay like maybe don't kill your pack mates like true love like but that's like there's a lot more important shit you need to like make sure you don't do before that isn't that that could be taken advantage of like so easily you know like like, the person the person that got imprinted on could be like a total piece of shit and they're not part of the wolf pack so they can do whatever they want and also like are you wait so now here's my other, okay, we're back to the imprinting, like, as a general topic. Like, can you only imprint once? Like, what if, like, what if the person you're, okay, so it also kind of, like, it seems sort of like this is a soulmate thing. Like, you don't, okay, let's assume that you only imprint once, right? And, like, this is, like, a soulmate thing. Like, your soulmate mm-hmm. is out there, and if you meet them, like, boom, like, it's done deal. What if your soulmate dies? your imprint e dies do you then get assigned a new imprinty do you die if your imprint mate dies like is it one of those like tether things where like your life forces are suddenly connected i don't think that's true they didn't really talk about that yeah because i feel like there'd be more of a a concern about like two lives being lost you know because we're like pro-life in the twilight series (laughs) except for alice Alice is like fuck that feed it <laughs> Alice uh, is the radical bitch in this series <laughs> but somehow yeah. still dating the confederate army soldier yeah there's a lot of that back there <laughs> anyways um they do live in one of the most liberal states in the country though but they also live in one of the more rural parts of the most liberal state in the country so say what you will about that I mean they Carlisle has yet to save any any uh black people (laughs) no people of color no and then like he like then charlie like popped off on the one kid in the first movie i'm like it was an accident we all saw it was an accident but because this kid is a person of color you're gonna you're gonna go ape shit charlie sucks yeah (laughs) (laughs) i forget what we're talking about uh alice's pro pro choice pro choice um Oh, we were talking about imprinting and how like it's not really a, it's only a one-way thing right and if somebody dies 
does the imprinter also die? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say no. I don't think so either. But I think I, it was that... just something floating. I was floating. But Jacob will also live forever because resume is going to live forever. That doesn't make sense. That shit don't make nary a lick of sense. That's what was implied. So I, I no, I know. I remember that part. That's I literally was like, that shit does not make sense. Because like, that's what I mean. Like there, she's destined to live with her parents forever with her mom's ex-boyfriend. Like that's awful. <laughs> okay, so re- resume is growing fast. Mm-hmm. Like she's aging like super fast. Oh, wait. Oh, before any of this, uh, Edward and Bella finally bone again. And how immaculate. We were all so happy. They go to the little cottage and have sex and she's like how will we ever stop and I have a hard time believing that he's that good having never done anything for he's had a long <laughs> he's had a very long time to like simulate the craft you know what I mean he's done his research like Edward if he's anything is really good at so edging thorough. himself <laughs> He can last a lifetime, literally. <laughs> I wonder, oh my God, I wonder, I wonder if like, so like, yeah, so like they, they had sex back in Brazil and like he, this is so disgusting. We have to rate this like NC, like 25. Like, I think we're, we're barely old enough to be talking about this. He probably busted the best nut of like all human history (laughs) then back in brazil like he gave it his all like it was just like to the gods you know what i mean i broke the bed like that's why he broke the fucking bed in half like we're surprised we should be surprised the villa is still upright you know what i mean that is a testament to his like his like willpower that like he had the best fucking nut of his life (laughs) his own the only nut of his life and he still restrains from having sex with Bella again until she's a vampire. And then they go freaking to town. They like the shack is shaking, the cottage is quaking, and then he's no more nut to bust. <laughs> is it okay? <laughs> I'm not a man. I do not have, or I, I'm not a person with a penis. So I wonder if there's like no nut to bus like is it less satisfying like what if he was like what if he literally peaked the first time he fucked because all that like all that tension literally had been building for like us over a century i mean and we have finally a, we have so many questions i think we've already tried to talk about this <laughs> like how how does it work because i just there's so many questions i don't know i really feel like vampire sex in this universe in particular has left a lot of loose ends i feel like the way that they did it it was like if you wait till marriage i think the message is trying to be if you wait till marriage you're gonna have amazing sex immediately and for the rest of your life and it is it's incorrect paramount it's incorrect um it's yeah (laughs) I'm Although sorry. watch us watch us get married and come back and be like, we were wrong. 
immaculate was I mean, the ring. Okay, is but neither of us are like we're not born again virgins. <laughs> like you know, like we're not virgins yeah, right. going into our wedding nights. So it's not like we're building anything. Fair enough. Up. Are we done talking about them having having sex? Uh yeah, I guess. I, I wanted to bring up before we move on, flashing back to part one when they're because Edward uh, Edward doesn't sleep, right? So Bella is sleeping and it just like shows a shot of Edward like standing at the edge of the bed, like watching her sleep, like with his hands folded, like that meme that like I had to do it to her or whatever. Like <laughs> Man, I've really murdered that pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. That's my dreams. Back to the future. Alice realizes that somebody went to the Volturi to tell them that they have a baby. That is part vampire. And so the Volturi is on their way to, like, take care of it. So they have to, like, prepare and this is, you know, the moment where we start assembling the mm-hmm. vampire Avengers from all over the world to, like, come to Carlisle's house and be witnesses, I guess. Because I think it was kind of convoluted. But essentially, the Volturi want Alice to become part of the Volturi because they think that she has an incredible power. Mm-hmm. So what I gathered is that they sometimes will formulate evidence against a certain clan Mm -hmm. so that they have an excuse to go and murder the whole clan but then keep Mm -hmm. whoever they want as part of the Volturi who has like a power that they they like and I guess that's Alice which is like this is a pretty good excuse to wipe out all the Cullens not gonna lie so a bunch of different vampires from all over the world start popping up I thought it was pretty interesting to like see other vampires. It's kind of, I wish that we had more of this mm-hmm. throughout the Twilight. I loved like saga. the avatar vampires that could like move water and shit. Oh, yeah. Like, really why, why does that benefit you as a vampire? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But whatever. It's fine. He, I think he's another one that they want, like, would want because that is kind of. Oh, it's badass a totally power. badass. Like, I would yeah. love to be a waterbender, but I'm saying from a perspective of a vampire, like, why would you? What's the point in moving water? You know what I'm saying? One of this, them can like electrify people. Yeah, she's um, like a she has she can electrify people. One can like make people see whatever she wants them to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bella's power is that she's a shield, which like that finally made fucking sense because you know like that is finally like I think that is the one beautiful brainchild moment that like Stephanie Meyer had writing this whole fucking series was like. And I feel like she knew that from the beginning. Like, that's something she was, like, if she ever becomes a vampire, like, obviously vampires, have, some of them have special powers, and hers is that she can withstand, like, she, she can't succumb to, like, any supernatural, like, influence, basically. And yeah. I'm like, that's good. Like, that is some juicy shit right there. And then, but what's even better is that, like, once she becomes a vampire, she discovers that she can, like, project her shield upon others yeah so like that was like i was like when i even reading the books i was like as a kid i was like that makes sense i was like ah ties together connecting the dots good job stephanie yeah (sighs) um and we find out that 
you know, if you make a kid a, vamp- a vampire, they have no control. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get that beautiful flashback of yeeting the toddler into the, the fire. Oh. Um, <laughs> I just love, like, I also just love, like, the shot of, like, the baby, like, eating, like, a corpse. And then the Volturi show up and they're like, I had to do it to him. <laughs> yeah. Carlisle was once part of the Volturi. At no point did he be like, hey, one of the forbidden rules of like being a vampire is thou shalt not have vampire babies. Like they didn't. And then he's like, let me caveat. They did not specify what kind of vampire babies. They just said none. And he never mentioned this until like it's essentially too late. They're on their way. They're ready to tear your ass up. And then we find, then we find this shit out. Well, I mean, I don't think they made Renez her resume on purpose. You know, it was an no, accident. I understand, and- but like at no point during her pregnancy, after the baby was born, up until Alice was like, yo, they're coming. And then everybody's like, right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> totally forgot one little snag in this happy family. Yeah. <laughs> Plus Jacob. True, true. So that's also just- at some point, the, um, stereotypical vampires arrive uh yeah the ones the from hardcore. transylvania is that where yeah like from? nosferatu shows yeah. <laughs> i was i am a little disappointed i didn't get any like blah 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 throughout this entire yeah. five movie saga nothing Not but these guys are the closest thing to like traditional creepy vampires that hilarious like I absolutely appreciate. hysterical i was like why are you here no one needs this we're in modern vampire times go back to your crib well they Thank like you. were asleep for a hundred years in their attic they were just like want to fuck around and see what would happen if we just like don't move for well i guess they weren't asleep they just weren't moving for a hundred years love it because the i guess Volturi like c- killed their wives maybe i don't know i don't i don't know what the story is but the Volturi are just weird, you know? Like, whatever. Who let them make the rules? Anyway. So, yeah. yeah. So then the werewolves are finally like, yeah, I guess we'll help Jacob out. He's like, you know, the fucking, you know, golden rule of being a werewolf. Don't kill werewolf, buddy. Like, werewolf imprint person. So then they're like, yeah, I- I'm down to tear up some fucking Volturi. But Bella does meet up with some random man in a restaurant uh, to talk about Alice and because she like disappears halfway she and jasper just like they're like we're out we're out sorry we outie we Um, don't yeah you had the baby i was definitely against this i was here for the the sex part but now that there's consequences (laughs) i'm out ew ew i'm a gonzo (laughs) yeah so auntie activate like yeah so bella meets up with some guy to talk about alice and how she's like trying to find She's trying to like look for stuff, I guess, to mm-hmm. help them out. And then yeah. we can probably just fast forward to the the, the battle the conflict, sequence, the confrontation. Um, so there's like ten people on the side of the vampires, and then there's like fifty people on the side of the Volturi, and it's just like a very sad looking conflict on both sides. Yeah. Like it, it they pans to out get to some, like the like, wide shot and it's just like the saddest, most pathetic like lineup of <laughs> I know. I really wish there was like some sort of like <gasps> Game of Thrones level like balls to the wall vampire on vampire on werewolf battle to the death. 
And none of that shit happens because who shows up? Motherfucking Alice. And she's like, let me trot up to the Volturi and just show you how it will go down. And then they see this like egregious battle where every single one of the Volturi get their ass ripped apart, like shredded. But I will say, I watched this movie in theaters when it came out, right? Mm. In the books, none of this happens. Right. They basically just talk and then the Volturi are like, cool, okay, well, like, don't do it again. And they're like, cool, okay, promise, bye. And then- Literally can't, but yeah. awesome. And so then that's it. And in the movie, uh, Alice is like, doesn't matter what we fucking show you, you're dick anyway. And then she's like, run, Renesme. And so Jacob takes off with Renesme. And, yeah. and then Carlisle like runs at them and- Arrow rips Carlisle's head off. And when I yeah. tell you the horror in the theater when we watched this, like when it came out, all the teenage girls were like, what? No! Like it was it, it was heartbreaking. It's shocking. And then it explodes into this like pretty intense battle for like pretty gruesome. Yeah. It's like, yeah like there's werewolves ripping people's heads off like there's people like crushing vampires crushing werewolves like it's crazy like i think there's somebody people, like smacks a werewolf and his jaw flies yeah. off like some people intense ripping shit. their jaws apart there's yeah oh my gosh crushing seth's ribs so that he suffocates um yeah. it's pretty brutal and then you know bella and edward are tag teaming being couple goals as they fight off people and then Arrow gets his head taken off and then he's set on fire and then it's like oh no none of this happened uh it was yeah, all in your head but this is what will happen if you like try and like fuck with us and then Arrow's like mm, perhaps not then and then um <laughs> Ooh, I and don't then, like, like that. yeah <laughs> me no likey um <laughs> me like head on shoulders thank you and then the other vampire gal and like her son show up and like the is it her son? No, it's like, her. It's his aunt because. Oh yeah, yeah. The parents died, died and birth. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the vampire lady and her nephew then show up, and he's like this grown ass man. They're like, "How old are you?" And he's like, five. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. But he's this grown ass man, and he's there to like testify, being like, "I am half human, half vampire." This does happen in the book. He's like, um, yeah, I was born. I grew really fast. I stopped growing by age like seven or eight. And I've looked like this ever since. And of course, he's like 20 years old. Like he's like hot AF. And you're like classic, like classic vampire, classic Twilight to make it just work out so well that fucking Once resume hot, will be aging. 20 years old and hot forever. Um, yeah. Just excellent theatrics. So the Volturi are like, cool. You don't want to like murder people like constantly. And he's like, nah, man, like I drink blood, but like, whatever. I'm good. Just like the rest of you. And they're like, cool. We'll go away now. And then they're like, Alice. And she's like, no. And then they're like, okay, we get it. <laughs> and then they leave. And that's literally it. And at some point, Charlie figures the whole thing out. Like, Jacob tells Charlie about all this. Like, oh, yeah. It's Jacob, like, strips down in the woods in front of Charlie. And Charlie's like, what the fuck are you doing? And then he turns into a wolf. And then oh. Charlie's like, oh, damn. And then so he figures, so he knows that Bella's a vampire, that he has a granddaughter who's, like, seven years old, but also three months old. 
I don't know if he knows that they're vampires, but he knows that there's supernatural shit going on. Because right. Jacob doesn't like say explicitly that they're vampires. He just like says like there's stuff going on. I, I would like to think behind are, the scenes there was yeah, a conversation yeah. that happened. True. But yeah. So I mean that's really it. Yeah. And and then you know, Jacob is like, should I start calling you dad? It's like we we're not past the cringe. He's still the cringe master, even after all this. <laughs> he defends his title as cringe master. And then Bella, like, lifts her shield so that Edward can, like, see her thoughts briefly. Oh, that's right. That yeah. was also in the books when they did that. And that mm-hmm. was essentially, like, the last, like, couple pages was her, like, like letting him see, like, all of, like, their history, like, through her eyes. And he was like, oh, my God. Oh. And that was it. That was the book. Yep. So that's that's the Twilight Saga. That's Twilight Breaking Dawn Part One and Two. We crushed it. We did. We really that was really succinct. Like compared to like our first like rundown of Twilight, like we went on for like three hours about Twilight, and I feel like we we knew what we had to say about this one. Yeah, (laughs) we we've we've done this before. We've got a few rounds with Twilight at this point. We really just like compact, good to go. We've been only talking for like maybe an hour and a half. Do you prefer part one over part two or vice versa? I think I like part two better Hmm. just because like there's more like, it sucks because like there's so much more world building in part two, but it's the last movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like it was such a small world, like, you know, uh, setting like all the way through. And then the last book and the last you know movie you're like wow there's like all these incredible vampires out here there's like all this like spicy stuff going on even though you're kind of like over it at that point if they had introduced some of this stuff earlier on I we think didn't have three movies of like bella victoria or, like the victoria victoria shit. and fucking jacob pining after bella like if we had cut that down to like just new moon and we had e- like start slowly introducing this stuff and then let like eclipse and then one and two part you know breaking dawn one and two like be like all about this incredible vampire world like that would have been way better also fuck renesme like why does there need to be a baby we know why but like why does there need to be a baby (laughs) all the same i think part two is better i think i agree i don't know i I appreciate the humor of part one yeah i think i think part one is just has like so much cringe yeah it's it's difficult to watch (laughs) the part part two is like has all the action you know yeah but part one is like it's a genre shift it goes from like a romance to like a horror in like 0.2 yeah. seconds and i love it it's just like whoa you know it's like a, it's like a it's a romance to like a parent comedy horror movie yeah yeah i don't know i think i appreciate them both for different reasons but mm-hmm. i do think that part two has a lot going for it um, do you think it should have been split into two movies. They were going for the, you know, the Hobbit thing where they're trying to maximize everything. I mean, Breaking mm-hmm. Dawn is a thick book, so I think... It's like 800 pages, 700 pages, something like that. It's pretty dense. Yeah. So I think it worked out. I don't think it was a bad choice. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious to know how they would have done it in one movie. Mm. 
because I don't okay, it, it, because like new moon it does have the perfect like midpoint where it's like yeah. Bella dies and comes back a vampire like that is that is the perfect ending to like part one and then begin like the second part yeah but like new moon and eclipse easily could have been condensed into one movie because the conflict is the same in both mm-hmm. but we didn't need a lot of the filler you know Even like that like- could have been one movie but I I think that Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2, like, works as two movies. Yeah. Because That's there's two insane. separate conflicts, you know? But even, even like, New Moon and Eclipse as the books probably could have been written as one. Like, they really could have, like, they really could have driven home, like, yeah, Victoria's back. Like, it's the second installment. Victoria's back. But Edward left because, you know, the same same issue or whatever. And they could have... Like she, it could have been written where like Edward stayed gone until Victoria was a legitimate threat mm. and then came back or something to that effect. Or like, like we don't introduce took- the Volturi until, until the first conflict is resolved, you know? Like, yeah. Because it was like the beats are pretty much the same in New Moon and Eclipse. It's like Jacob is introduced the second love interest they build a relationship victoria is still around and is a problem mm-hmm. um bella's trying to figure out if she wants to be with edward or jacob mm-hmm. she chooses edward and they defeat victoria and at some point the big the bull turry would have been like hey y'all are causing a lot of ruckus yeah, out, they got introduced Pacific because, Northwest, and they show up or, or yeah, they're yeah. summoned to rome like they could do it either way and be like listen, if you really want this bitch, like, just like they did in New Moon, they're like, if you really want her, she has to become a vampire. Like, we can't keep trifling with this human shit. Victoria's the oh, yeah, totally, totally. The, the Volturi gets involved. Yeah. Instead of her just being, like, vengeful. Mm-hmm. Being so extra and, like, getting revenge on Bella. Like... Right. Like, make it so that she's... If they... that You know, including that plot point of, like, evidence appears against a clan to the Volturi. Mm-hmm. Like, she's trying to use that against the Cullens to get revenge mm-hmm. on all of them. So she goes to the Volturi and then that's when the Volturi is, like, introduced for the first time but then is resolved because they're like, alright, well, you're gonna turn her into a vampire so, like, whatever, you know? And then that's when we get Breaking Dawn so that the mm-hmm. stakes of the Volturi are, like, clear. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm into it. I'm tracking. This would have been way better. In our Twilight remake, we'll... Yeah. The one we're definitely planning to yeah. do in the future. So, out of all the movies... Oh, no. What is... What's your favorite? I think it's just Twilight. Like, yeah. I think just OG Twilight is just... It's so bad. It's really is so bad it's good. Like, you watch it and you're just like... Like, you're screaming the first time you watch it. You're like, what the fuck? But... You know, you come to appreciate the little things like Charlie and like just like how stupid everyone in Forks, Washington is. (laughs) The fact that Edward Cullen invented gaslighting. Um, It's just like it's it is just a flagship film. And it set the course for so many young adult shows and movies and novels. And, like, you name it, it exists. So, Twilight. I agree. 
it's just the classic beginning to everything. And I mean, we spent like three hours talking about, we <laughs> talking really about did. that we, we had so much to say about Twilight itself, which speaks to how much it's worth in our eyes. Do Man, you think I'm... out of break the, the Breaking Dawns, like what do you think of them as films? Like, do you think they're, I feel like we spent a long time like talking just about the content of the film, but like as films, technically, how do they work for you? They were like fine. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's a massive improvement from <laughs> yeah. from Twilight yeah. and New Moon. Like it, they did. Like the quality of the films kept getting better. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean they were fine. Like I wasn't like wow, this is fucking incredible. <laughs> um, but I was like, okay, like this this feels more like a cinematic experience, whereas Twilight compared to Twilight, which felt like a student film, you know? Mm, yeah. But like a high school student film, not even like somebody who is paying money to get a degree in filmmaking. Yeah, they're they're fine. Better than Twilight. Still That's cannot it. decide how they wanted to do the CGI running. Oh my God, I know. It was like a different approach every time. A new administration of directors and animators came in and they're like, let's, let's fuck this shit up. And the poor you know, fucking practical effects and, like, animator people were like, you know what? I just, like, don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Well, I think we can start wrapping up. It's been a good run with Twilight. Yeah. I'm sad. I'm sad we're done. I am a little sad. Maybe they'll make a movie out of um, Midnight Sun, which is Twilight from Edward's perspective. They shouldn't. No, they they should not. If they if anything, did, like they need, like, a complete new cast to, like, make it feel like a new perspective, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. I think that would be good. Although it would be fucking hilarious if they somehow got Robert Pattinson back <laughs> yeah. on board. He would never. He would literally never. But I would love if somebody attempted to get him back in. Like, 30-year-old Jacob Lautner, or Taylor Lautner, to <laughs> come play Jacob as a, like, 16-year-old. Like not. Oh, please. They do that. Yeah, they do that all the time. But uh, it would be to die for. But yeah, uh, it's been a it's been a good run. I'm going to have to find yeah. like a new uh, franchise to. I know to exploit. To <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're going to consider this the start of season three. So we'll keep coming out with more episodes. We'll, we'll decide on a, on a theme later, I guess. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, so with that, if you enjoyed this episode, you can listen to us and all of our other episodes anywhere you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, we're on YouTube. You can follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram at, at Another Picture Show. And mm-hmm. if you have any suggestions of movies that you'd like to hear us talk about in a more structured and... <laughs> formal fashion than this particular episode was we will be much more respectful we promise yes we won't we won't talk about edging in any of those but um (laughs) (laughs) well okay no promises but we'll do our best anyways all right well we're gonna wrap it up love you madeline thank you for i love you olivia this has been splendid see you next time bye